It's November 22nd, 1968, and another remarkable event is about to be uncovered by Aria, Rebecca, and Ali, the Retrospectors. It was on this day that Star Trek broadcast what has popularly been believed to be TV's first interracial kiss. However, it turns out this is one of those pop culture moments that has been told and retold over and over again and has picked up many of its own oft-repeated inaccuracies, <laughs> a major one being that it was the first TV interracial kiss. Okay, so what are the contenders then? There was actually a lot of interracial kissing in the 1950s and 60s, but almost all of it was between white men and East Asian women, possibly linked to interest piqued by the occupation of Japan and soldiers who brought back Japanese and Filipina mm. wives. And one of these actually involved William Shatner. <laughs> Wasn't even the first of his interracial kisses. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was in 1958 on the Ed Sullivan Show, and it was between him and the French-Vietnamese actress France Nguyen. They were portraying a scene from a current Broadway production of The World of Susie Wong. And in fact, in 1966, Nguyen was at it again, this time in an episode of I Spy, she was locking lips with Caucasian actor Robert Culp. <laughs> and it wasn't even Star Trek's first interracial kiss. I love that she has a list. <laughs> I know, right? I mean, it's not <laughs> We're not going to have to say anything else. <laughs> in 1967, serial interracial kisser William Shatner <laughs> was kissing part Philippine actress Barbara Luna in an episode. I did find one notable example of the reverse, so an East Asian man kissing a Caucasian mm. woman. 1959's The Crimson Kimono, with its fantastically unsubtle tagline, yes, this is a beautiful American girl in the arms of a Japanese boy. (laughs) (laughs) So this is really about black and white people. But I'm glad at least in that list you got us back to the point that people uh, may have tuned in to listen to, which is Star Trek and specifically (laughs) this episode in particular that was called uh, Plato's Stepchildren, which has this totally bizarre plot, which is that aliens who were the Greek philosopher Plato used their telekinetic powers to force the Enterprise crew to sing, dance, and yes, to kiss. And that is what became mm. sensational about the episode because it features the embrace between Lieutenant Uhura, who was played by Nichelle Nichols, and Captain Kirk, and one was black and one was white. And it was sensational at the time, but also to the surprise of NBC, it was actually much better received than they had anticipated. Yeah, because they had some doubt about whether or not they should broadcast this moment when they were filming The Embrace. They did it last thing in the shooting schedule, so all the other actors had left the set. There were some suits at the back of the room, according to Nichelle Nichols, who I assume were from the network, who basically had a whisper in the director's ear and were like, look, film one where Kirk and Uhura are properly kissing, but film then another one that's a bit wider and you can't quite see what's going on. And Shatner apparently deliberately flubbed it. So he went cross-eyed in the shot and made a stupid gurning face. (laughs) Um, So the guys at the back of the room couldn't see that he'd done that. Only the cameraman realised that that had been what had happened, is that the actors had sabotaged it to ensure that this kiss stayed in. Um, Until they were watching the dailies the following day, and they all started laughing when they saw the cross-eyed shot which meant actually for the plot they had to use this interracial kiss they had no choice of like censoring it for the south which was one idea you know this will play in the coast but we can show a different version in texas that wasn't possible yeah but even when you watch the the broadcast version the kiss itself is kind of partially obscured it's filmed at an angle where you can see they're kissing but you can't quite see their lips interlocking it's kind of an over the shoulder shot and that was just one way that it was sort of the the 
the spiciness of it was tamped down. And another one was, as you touched upon in your description of the weird plot, Arian, was the idea that it was non-voluntary. Mm. Yeah. They were being forced to do this by the critics. So and this weird. is something that, it recurs all the time in things like this, though. A way to address the controversy is to turn it into a but what if I had to? Yes. It reminded me of like one of those clips on YouTube of like a frat house where two straight men are forced to kiss as part of an initiation mm. ceremony. That's what it felt like. Yes. Where like Shatner's kind of like looking, he's looking up at a white woman as well. I mean, I know she's an alien technically in the story, but he's looking up at a white woman as he kisses the African-American. I know she's not African-American because she's a space person, but black person. The whole way through the shot, it's really odd. And this wasn't even the first time that this kind of, you know, what if scenario had been applied to to interracial romance in 1965 yet another interracial kiss by the way that predates it but that's a movie one so maybe we don't count it Sidney Poitier the famous black actor kissed white actress Elizabeth Hartman in the film A Patch of Blue which was about a romance between a black man and a blind white girl Mm. once again being like but what if she didn't know those are for different audiences though to be fair so I think because there was also talking about Poitiers there was also Guess Who's Coming to Dinner came out the year before and is about an interracial relationship and there was Gore Vidal's play as well Weekend which was about interracial couples the year before but the audiences for most of the things you're talking about aren't the mainstream audience that watch Star Trek that's the point isn't it Star Trek piped this interracial kiss as we're calling it into the living rooms of mainstream America coast to coast and they weren't expecting it they didn't tune in for that it served it up to them. There was no like commentary around it. It wasn't about it. It was just in it. And that's what was revolutionary about this moment. And maybe they also had to, in a way, couch it in these terms where it's accidental or forced or it's, it's not the volition of the white guy to, to kiss the black woman because of the circumstances that the episode aired in. It actually was just one year after the US Supreme Court's Loving versus Virginia decision, which had struck down state laws against uh, interracial marriage laws, as they were called. Uh, but at the time, Gallup polls showed that fewer than 20% of Americans approved of these kinds of relationships. So, you know, across America, they, they still... Even if, as you say, uh, Rebecca, interracial kissing had been going on on screen for quite a while, people still weren't quite ready for these kinds of relationships to be shown to them. And I suppose that's why the network was so concerned. And that would have gone for black Americans as well. Like this was controversial for white and black Mm -hmm. Americans, wasn't it? And I saw that Gallup poll as well. And if you dig into the detail of that survey from 1967... They were asking about a whole variety of inter-ethnic marriages. Um, And in America, there was much more tolerance for marriages between Catholics and Protestants or Jews and Gentiles. It was specifically, as Rebecca was hinting at, this issue of Mm. black and white Mm -hmm. for reasons that we all know to do with 1960s America that were still very hot button. And I think that was kind of the genius of Gene Roddenberry, who, after all, created a show that was about this future socialist utopia during the height of the Red Scare. You know, it was already like trying to break down a whole lot of sacred cows within the US consciousness. And you also had the fight for civil rights, which had led to both division and obviously bloodshed. And you had the Vietnam War, which sort of exposed America's imperial ambitions and the country's fragility. So to have this this concept of a space soap opera that was so very much about the spreading of peace. And yes, it is meant to be all humanity represented by the USS Enterprise, but it's obviously a sort of American vision of the future. And I think that was, again, even if this wasn't the first of the 
particular thing that people think it was, it's still a very forward series in so many ways. And Nichelle Nichols has told this anecdote before that apparently she, at the end of the first series, wanted to quit the show. She was originally a stage actress. She wanted to go back to the theatre. And apparently Martin Luther King was the person who stopped her. He apparently told her how much he loved the show and that his kids loved the show and that it created this amazing role model, not only for black children, but for girls as well to have this, you know, when we look at it now and it is all a bit like, you know, sort of dressed up in, you know, sort of like sexy 60s versions of what a space outfit might be. But, you know, <laughs> for the time to show a woman and a black woman in a position of authority and just being in space, being able to get away from all of these stereotypical roles and all of these associations that would come from having something that was set, you know, in the present day on Earth were just completely absent in space. She is hilariously uh, amused herself by the idea that she was involved in the first uh, air quotes, interracial kiss, not least because, as she said herself, that she was a blend of races that included Egyptian, Ethiopian, Moorish, Spanish, Welsh, Cherokee Indian, and blonde and blue-eyed ancestor or two. So she was already like, look, <laughs> I am the melting pot even before I start kissing people. Well, and of course, Shatner's <laughs> Jewish, isn't he? Which isn't yeah. something that would have been obvious to white America at the time, perhaps. But He's Canadian as well. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> indeed. But like now looking at it, it feels, it, it sort of makes sense as to why maybe he and her were less sensitive about this than the network were. Because there was already this kind mm. of Jewish in-joke going on uh, between <laughs> Leonard Nimoy and William Shatner involving the, the sign, sorry I'm not a Trekkie, but you know the thing where you put your fingers together and make a V sign, whatever's that, whatever yeah. that's called. That comes from a Hebrew tradition. Ah. And so that was in itself like them kind of basically taking the piss a bit. (laughs) (laughs) Tomorrow. Three buttons. Is it going to look left or right? And that is enough to entertain the stupid forming brain of a child. Love the show? Support the show. Patreon.com slash retrospectors. Part of the ACAST Creator Network.